Welcome to the Healing Corner Podcast, where we're having honest conversations in a safe place since 2022. I'm excited. I'm excited because there's so much coming in that needs to happen, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, when is a better time than now? Right now. Let's let's do this thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the Healing Corner Podcast. I hope y'all are doing well out there. So we're here. Don't forget, you guys, we are here the the second and the fourth Saturday at 1230. So definitely just put that in your calendars because uh, you want to come over here and have honest conversations. We've been having honest conversations since 2022, okay? So definitely check out our other videos we have too, guys, because... There's a lot of other information down there. We're always having a guest on that fourth Saturday. So if you're interested in being a guest or if you would like to just see what topics we have going on, just know that fourth Saturday, we're going to have a guest special. Okay. All right. So I don't want to forget. I got Coach Yams here with me. So I'm definitely going to give her a chance to introduce herself. And then I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself if you're new here. And then we're going to go ahead and get started with this conversation. Yes. So my name is Yamana. Uh, Coach Yams is how the internet knows me. And I am the owner of Healing is Work Coaching, where I'm helping women to live on purpose and unapologetically and not do shit out of obligation anymore because we ain't got to live life the way that we used to. We're doing it our way now. Um, And yeah, half of the Healing Corner podcast. I'm always happy to be here. We've been doing this thing since November um consistently because everyone cannot say that Mm -hmm. and that is something that I'm very proud of um and I'm glad for the conversations that we've had and the guests that we've brought on Mm -hmm. because we've learned so much and I feel like other people are growing while we learn and so it's just the gift that keeps on giving and I love it and let's keep doing it (laughs) I love it I love it So for anyone who is new here, my name is Deborah Williams. I am the owner of Deb's Healing Cornerstone, as well as Deb's Healing Cornerstone Intuitive online here on YouTube. So if you would like to check out my services, check out Deb'sHealingCornerstone.com. All right. So let's go ahead and get started, y'all. We're going to be talking about life after death, navigating difficult conversations, so when you think about that, that's that's a lot of impact into that little small thing. So y'all definitely want to stay tuned to, you know, the fourth Saturday because we're going to get more in detailed about what that pertains to. But right now we're just going to just, you know, hit the surface a little bit and kind of ter- talk about our own personal experiences and, you know, maybe things that we have seen in other people's lives as well. So um, Coach Yams, I'm going to let you go ahead and take over and kind of just explain, you know, the things that you have seen and observed and, you know, experiences for us. Yeah. Um, so what I know is that <clears throat> I cannot speak for all communities, But I know, especially in the Black community, um, talking about death is taboo. It is something that is off limits. Um, It makes people uncomfortable. And it's something that is so important and so much money is left on the table. And not that everything is about money, but there's so much money left on the table or additional debts and responsibilities placed on the people that are left behind because we refuse to have these conversations before people begin dying. 
Um, and so it felt really important um, and really timely to just dive into this conversation because we have to know what the lineup of how we're like, what we want when we die, um, how that's going to be handled financially, who's going to do whatever other things that come after that. If there are children, who's going to step in and make sure that they are taken care of just all the responsibilities, like even the day-to-day things like the bills being paid that ends when you end, but the electricity company doesn't know that you died. Like there's so many aspects of this thing called life that we do. And we're not taking it seriously that while it's important to enjoy life, we also have to have the space to talk about what death is going to look like so that it's easier for the people that's after us. And so it takes a weight off of us because then we don't have to worry about feeling like we've left a burden to the people behind us that we love. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, kind of to like tag along with what you're saying, you know, it, when you think about like people don't want to think about it, but it's a it's inevitable, you know, it's basically. And then on top of it, the life that we live now and on this planet, it goes so fast. It doesn't even matter your age. So it's like we shouldn't even consider like, oh, well, you know, just the older generation needs to worry about this. We need to be considering everybody, you know, at this point because of what's going on on this planet. So it's like a reality thing. I think people just needed to really wake up and realize like what's really going on and that it doesn't matter your age, you know, and that's why we see every day as a present, the present day, you know? So yes, yes, most definitely. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just thinking um, specifically, I have um, someone that I've known from back home uh, for many years, and she was married over a decade ago, like probably two decades ago at this point, honestly, because what is time? Mm -hmm. Um, But she recently lost her husband Mm -hmm. and she's been posted on Facebook for the last several days. And my heart just goes out to her because she's talking about how he has like done everything and made sure she's cared for. And she does not know what going forward without him in her life looks like. Mm -hmm. And then I have uh, two other friends who lost uh, a family member that's over 100 years old. And while they feel blessed to have had her in their lives for so long, there is this permanence that we tend to, assign people as if they're going to always be here. And when we think about grief, we tend to only think about once someone has died or once something has ended and grieving can happen even when people are present. And it's important that we not delude ourselves in not exploring at least a little bit what life without other people that we love around us looks like, because that is going to be a reality. One of these days we're going to wake up and not be here. And that, and you do not get a warning. Um, And that's just the reality of it. And the thing is, is that, you know, for me, I, until I want to say until about 2021, I have felt fearful of death. I have felt Fearful of it because I felt uncertain. I have felt fearful of it because 
it's just like this great unknown, like what happens after that? And the thing is, is that we could worry about, you know, what it is, but nobody's going to be able to report back to help you prepare. We have to be okay with, you know, even having conversations about maybe belief systems. Cause I think that that's what helps people ease into being okay with the things that are uncomfortable and unfamiliar. Um, So for me, I know one of the things that I did to get comfortable with the idea of death and like what that looks like and people that have passed on, because, you know, um, a lot of people say that even though someone's not here physically with you, their spirit lives on. Mm -hmm. And so I really wanted to explore that. And I cannot remember for the life of me right now, the name of these books. I want to say her name is Laura Lynn something, but she has a couple of books out and she talks about life after death and how to see signs from loved ones Mm -hmm. and to connect with people that are beyond this physical realm and hearing the stories that people have shared because, and it's not like a weird, like creepy demons are coming (laughs) in possession kind of way, but in a very beautiful, wholesome love and light. And we are all still connected regardless if we have a meat suit or not kind of thing. Um, And so educating myself on (laughs) the options of after death was one of the things that really helped me to stop feeling so uncomfortable and so scared of not waking up one day because it's going to happen. You ain't shit you can do about it. Mm -hmm. And so with that, then it's like, okay, well now I have to live this thing to the max because Oftentimes there are people who lay on their deathbeds and there are so many things that they've regretted that they've not had or lived or experienced because they were living in fear while they were here, worrying about shit they couldn't do nothing about. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And I love how you kind of like um, touched on like the spiritual side of it, because um, we are going to have um, next month, we're going to have a guest that is connected with mediumship. And I'm excited for that because that's actually something that I, have as well and it's been since childhood and you know as a child I didn't really grasp what it was until I became older so it's very it's very interesting I'm excited to you know have that conversation but you guys this is another thing people get afraid of is like not when they think about death they equate it to expenses or money and you know all this is going to cost me this and this is going to cost me that um little stuff I just want to put this out there to some people that may not even think this because I myself have a daughter. So I'm looking at it as once I leave here, she's going to need, you know, to have something or have a way of doing her life, basically. And that's the whole reason why, you know, you really expand and have a child. Well, to me, that's how I see it is you're, you know, wanting to have them extend on or be a better version of you, like an upgrade of yourself, basically. So um, little stuff like if you are an owner, you have your own business, make sure that your child is listed on your paperwork, simple stuff like that. And that doesn't cost any money, you know. So little stuff like that can be something that can prepare you for this dif- these difficult conversations that you're going to have to have, you know, that's something that you can take care of. Yeah. And something to just add to that, like I know one of the things that I've began doing is when I recognize that nobody in my family is going to talk about death and that I have to be the person that at least does something, if nothing at all. Uh, One of the things that I start doing is uh, every year when I do my taxes, 
one of the things that I do is um, I have my bank account information. And I actually did not do that this year because I did not do my taxes this year. I paid somebody for the first time <laughs> this year because I have a business now. Yeah. Um, but every tax year up to then, I have pulled bank account information, written out like my social security number and my beneficiaries information. And I make sure that, that information stays up to date mm-hmm. because at the very least, mm-hmm. y'all can handle bank account things. Exactly. And, you know, the insurance part of things, because at least having those documents, I email them. I like to email because then you have them in your hands at any given time, instead of going through drawers and desks, trying to find paperwork and your loved one has been dead for three months, three years. And you're just now finding paperwork that could have been really helpful had it been placed Mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So just even taking little steps like that, um, something else that, you know, is helpful is I am on a newsletter for a lady that's a death doula and she sends out little tidbits of things that you might not think about. Um, and it's actually, she, the things that she sent out have been so, so intriguing to me that I've considered, um, at some point, cause I do all the things I'm so curious by nature i love trying things mm-hmm. um but being a death doula is something that i feel like could be like in my toolkit of things because yeah. with that like you learn all the things that are necessary to help someone transition and have all the things in order so that it's easy uh-huh. um, and i think that i think that i do this kind of thing like even with us doing this podcast I've always been the person who's been willing to do the weird or the uncomfortable shit that nobody wants to do that it needs to be done because somebody got to do it so it Mm -hmm. might as well be us (laughs) yes I love I love that I love that you know then I was thinking also like you know the conversation part of it because sometimes it doesn't have to be so deep You know, you can start off light and just like like I was just talking about um, for what what I did with my daughter was we she just went with me to the bank and then we just got it all set up. So she knows what to do. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like a foreign thing like, oh, you know, I'm especially if this is something that you want done correctly, because sometimes people will assign people things and they expect people to do certain things. Mm -hmm. And you can't expect anybody to do anything that you think that they're going to do. And and that's the issue with a lot of things that go on. There's like the conversation never was had or it was a mix up or just things of that nature to avoid that. Make sure that the person is with you. Yeah. So that's just a simple thing. And have those conversations like, you know, you should know uh, before my aunt passed away, she told us where she put documents and how she wanted her body to be handled. Mm-hmm. Um, so even having those conversations, but then also having conversations um, about the people that are in your life, especially if it's an older person, starting to collect their stories yeah, and yeah. learn things about them is really important because then you have those pieces of them to carry forward with you. Um, Because a lot of times, like we get wrapped up in our own day-to-day lives, but everybody's got a story. Everybody comes from something incredible that they might not think is incredible, but nobody's ever talked to them about it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so I think there's a lot of beauty in with the preparation of knowing that someone's going to leave, spending time with people, having conversations, learning their stories so that you get to know them more comprehensively as a person, as a whole, instead of maybe just the role that they've served in your life. Yes. I, I love how you touched on that because like when my father was passing away, I had a chance to be able to be his caregiver. I actually took work off. Like I was, I was just doing the at home, whatever I did at home, that was what my income was. Mm-hmm. And um, I took care of them. And it was like, I remember the stories that he would tell me even when I was younger. Like, I still remember those things because I listen. Like, when people talk to me, I actually listen to what they're saying. So, like, as um, he was getting older, his memory wasn't as sharp. So he couldn't remember to tell me stories and stuff. So that's another reason why we need to have these conversations early on before, you know, people could get dementia. I've dealt, I deal with dementia all the time. My clients that I have have dementia, you know, and it, it, it's like, I see all these different things. And then people, when their loved one passes away, they feel sad because it's like, they feel like they didn't get a chance to get some type of information or to like say what they wanted to say for this person to comprehend how they felt and stuff like that. It's just, just something to see it at, at that perspective, you know, like I've been doing this for a very long time, what I do for a living, you know, uh, um, it, and it's like, I've just seen different angles of different types of ways and there's different levels, like from the poor to the people who well off to just, it doesn't matter. It's still the same thing that occurs, you know? So these are things that we need to think about and people don't think about, especially if you don't do what I do. It's not a thought for you, you know, until that time comes and it's like, dang, I need somebody to help me. And then you calling me or somebody else, you know, to come in and, and perform that task and, Sometimes, you know, things don't turn out the way that you wanted it to because you didn't want to have the conversation five, maybe five years ago, two years ago, even, mm-hmm. you know. So that's just something that we had to look at, y'all. Yeah. Something else that I am thinking about is I think the importance of, you know, regardless of your belief system, whether you believe in God, or Buddha, or Allah, or universe, or absolutely not a thing. At the end of the day, we all die. And the beliefs and all of those things, I would like to encourage people to not allow differences in those ways to keep you separated from somebody that may be in your life that is going to eventually pass. Um, I think a lot of times people, and I grew up Christian, so a lot of times people get into this space of, oh, well, if you're not this type of religion, then you're damned to hell, or you're not going to be part of, I don't know, Seventh-day Adventists believe that like a handful of people are going to the afterlife or whatever. Like, (sighs) these things are things that separate us. And ultimately, when we all die, we don't know what happens. And so why get hung up in the things that are separating us here on Earth instead of appreciating people for who they are inside and how they make you feel? Yes. Um, because, yeah, I, I grew up Christian. I have a lot of family that's still Christian. And I have some family that's Muslim. 
And so, you know, <laughs> I've been to family reunions where, you know, prayers were had where it's like, uh, we're gonna turn shit on this other religion. It's like, yo, how about everybody is blessed and abundant and we can just all be here and join each other's company and presence. How about that? How about that? Coexist, <laughs> how about we coexist? <laughs> so I won't like to encourage people to understand that the things that you think separate you are not real. Uh, we are so much more connected than we really think that we are. And if we're willing to really listen to somebody um, and just have conversations about, it can be about religion, but it can just be about life things. Yes. Um, and you'll be surprised at how the conversation can unfold and open up. Mm -hmm. um, because even, for example, this has nothing to do with death. Um, but I met somebody um, Juneteenth week, Juneteenth, Juneteenth weekend. I don't know why it's nasally up in there. <laughs> um, who works uh, with a branch off of Planned Parenthood, and the goal is to bring this information to Black communities specifically because we have been not shortchanged, but we have been the most undereducated. Um, in so many areas and y'all know we do this podcast and so obviously educating the people on things that make us happy and healthy is what I do um, and so even just being on that call this was the first call this is there's some works some things in progress there's going to be an event coming up um, but I say all that to say like I just went into it because I wanted to be educated myself and then to help educate other people. And in the midst of this call that we had earlier, I learned that this is like a bigger manifestation of something that he's been working on for some time and finally took a chance on doing something outside the box. So I just say all that to say, like, you never know if you just open yourself up a little bit where a thing can take you and the information that can be unfolded so that you can know somebody a little better and connect with them deeper. Mm -hmm. Um and, you know, you don't know if maybe you can connect them with a the resource. Like, for instance, my mom has been talking about wanting to have some things in place for preparing for death because I have talked about this for years. But her losing a close friend prompted her to say, OK, I really have to get my shit together. And so our one of our guests that's going to be on in two weeks he is working with her for getting, I don't know if it's a will or, I don't know what they're working on, but they're getting the legal paperwork of things figured out because that's something that she wants to work on. But because me and my mother had that conversation, I was like, oh, well, you know, if you want somebody that can help walk you through that, I can't do it, right. but I know somebody. Mm -hmm. So even just having real regular conversations can lead to connecting somebody with the resource that they may really need to help improve their lives be open to it right exactly exactly because i mean like um for me you know i tried to help as much as i could because i know like my particular mother she doesn't really do too much get on the computer and research and stuff so i found paperwork and i gave it to her but it, i mean it's like i don't know what she's gonna do with it i don't know how she's gonna move with whatever this information is that i'm giving her but as long as you know this is something that i tried to attempt i tried to 
you know, assist you in giving you the correct paperwork and it's up to you if you want to fill it out. Stuff like that, you know. Yeah, sometimes it's not even verbal. If you don't really want to speak on it too much, just hand in the paperwork and yeah. people, you know, they can comprehend it or get somebody else to comprehend it for them if that's what is necessary. But we have to learn how to really just be honest about things and not try to, you know, just because you don't want to face this or you don't want to talk about this, you avoid it because in the end, somebody else is going to have to deal with it. <laughs> and so take accountability. Yeah. Help me help you help there me. You <laughs> there, there you go. We, it, it, we're all, and then that brings it back to when I, to me, I feel like we're all one at the end of the day, the animals and everything, all of us, no matter what your shade is, a hue is we're all one at the end of the day. We need each other. You know? Yeah, we do. And doing it with other people just makes it easier and it can be more fun that way because doing <laughs> it alone is real hard. Not asking for help is real hard. Is. And the thing is, is that we've all been given different gifts, skills, and talents. And so you don't have to have it all figured out. Yeah. There are people all around the world and we are connected by the click of a button these days. There are people all around the world that could connect you to that very next thing that you need, but you got to be willing to get out your own way and not wrapped up in what you think makes us different to be able to open up to those resources being available to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I was just thinking about like boundaries or like, you know, the, these fake borders that we have, um, you know, what just recently happened, the, the wildfire that affected where I live at. Mm -hmm. And it was like, um, that just lets you know borders don't exist because mm -hmm. this is something that's all the way hundreds of miles away from me. And it's affecting my area to the point where after that wildfire and that smoke and stuff that got everywhere, mm -hmm. it caused this other storm to come through and it broke, like it tore down branches in my backyard. It actually hit my garage. Mm -hmm. So, and then we were out of power for four days, you know, and there was some people longer than that for like a whole week. They didn't get their power on yeah. out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was rough. Yeah. So it, it's like little stuff like that. And then just think there are so many people that probably lost their loved ones during even that time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it just made it even more difficult for them. Yeah. So like little, little stuff like you don't know where you're going to be in life when stuff happens. So it's like, while you have a chance to do it, you need to do it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Live big and bold, baby, because you only get this version of life if you believe in reincarnation or whatever your jam is. Mm -hmm. You only get one chance in this one body right now. Live it to your fullest. Life is not as serious as we take it. This shit is a game. Like, <laughs> turn on the, the TV and eat the popcorn, honey. Watch this thing unfold because it can be a wild ride and that's for the good or the bad, but it's what you make it. Yeah. It's what you make it. it. Everything is neutral. What you make it, what you assign it, be it negative or positive, is how you then process it and allow it to fill in your body and all the things. So, yeah. 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 Okay. I'm looking forward to the conversation next week. Uh, we'll have on Alicia yes. and DJ. Um, Alicia uh, is a good friend of mine. Um, and she brings the experience of having lost several loved ones and um, being the person who executed all of the legal things and all of the things that had to happen because 
when you die, it's left behind to somebody. Who that somebody is, uh, it depends on if you designate it. Yeah, it falls on someone. Exactly. The person who walked through that multiple times. Um, and so I thought that it would be good to bring on her perspective. And then DJ, he, uh, I don't know his exact title, but he um, deals with insurance and preparing people for after death. Um, and so he will bring that professional aspect of things because he knows all the things that we need to have in place. And he'll be able to give us that rundown. And I feel like maybe after next week's or the in two weeks episode, um, after that episode, I feel like there's going to be able to be a checklist or something that we can put together and maybe tag it in the show notes so that it's okay. an option. Because I want there to be something tangible that people can put their hands on and yeah. check off the boxes and say, okay. We, we can probably put it on our link tree. Coach we can probably. Coach Jam said, I need to do this, 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 this. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I see for us. So hold me accountable, Deb. Okay. And likewise, it's something that we need to have. For yeah. People. We can put it on our link tree, I believe. Absolutely. You know, something like that. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Definitely look forward to that, y'all. That's going to be the next conversation we have for this month. Because again, like I said, don't forget the second and the fourth Saturdays. 12.30 p.m. We're going to be here. And if y'all want to have these conversations, y'all want to be a part of it, jump in our chat. Say something to us. Leave us yeah. a comment. Yeah. Make sure that you like it. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure you tell somebody about it so that you, even if you don't want to talk about it, here, send the video. Yeah. Okay, we'll say it for you. Yeah. Because we love you and we want to see you guys do amazing things out there. Because, hey, we the shakers and the movers. Okay, we're the shakers and the movers, and it's our time. It's our time. We're yeah. the adults, y'all. We're not the kids no more. We're the adults. <laughs> you're the only one that can do the thing that you're meant to do the way that you're meant to do it. Mm -hmm. So lean into that. Be yes. the full you. You got room. There's plenty of room for all of you. Yes. Yes. I and plenty it. of money to be made. There ain't no competition. There is That's... collaboration. Exactly. Let's, Let's get this winning. together. <laughs> winning, separate and together. Yes, it's the win-win yes. for me. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, if y'all want anything from us, you can even check us out at our website. And it's thehealingcornerpodcast.com. So definitely check that out. We got our link tree there. You can watch any previous episodes that we've had in the past. And, you know, just catch up if you need to. If you're new here, make sure y'all subscribing too as well. But we're going to go ahead and go. I don't know if you have any last words or anything, Coach Ams. Um, just let us know um, what it is that y'all want to hear about. Because we can talk about things all day. But we want to talk about what y'all want to talk about because yeah. healing is a big, wide, uncertain kind of experience. And it looks different for every single body. And so we want to make sure that we are bringing forth the various resources available so that you have a full toolbox to pull from. Yes. That's it. That's it. All right. All right. Well, we will see y'all on the fourth Saturday, 1230 p.m. We're going to be talking about it's like an extension to what this is, but it's going to be more in detail and it's going to have more information. So if you come, make sure you bring a pen and paper if you want to take notes, because you might be able to find some resources that can help you out in the future. But until next time, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.